Hello, and welcome in to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Evan Ronda, and I am joined tonight by the one, the only, Joey the Tooth. Joey, how are you doing today, sir? I'm very good. How are you doing, man? Doing fantastic. Yet another week of recording a podcast over watching a football game. What a life, you know? We love it. And I'd also like to uh, congratulate the uh, the IDP show for 100,000 views. That's such a big accomplishment. Way to go for them. That has been an absolute pleasure to see unfold. So cool. Congrats to them. Definitely a gigantic accomplishment. Yeah, man. Definitely just, you know, going to be going to be here for the ride. See how it keeps going cuz that is just going up and up and up. What a yes, great sir. community to be a part of. So, Let's give the people what they came here for, some nice deep IDP sleepers that they can use to flex on their league mates in week seven. Let's start off on the defensive line. You have Terrell Lewis picked out. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Terrell Lewis? All right. Terrell Lewis has been uh, coming on strong as of late. Over the last three games, he's played uh, 62% of the team's snaps. During that span, he has nine tackles, three tackles for a loss, three sacks, a forced fumble, and two QB hits. Uh, last week, he played 68% of the team's snaps, which was the most of any Rams edge defender. And uh, they're likely to be up pretty heavy on the Lions, considering the Lions are not great, which <laughs> leads plenty of pass rush opportunity for Lewis. I love it. And yeah. he plays next to Aaron Donald. so That's that always a profitable out. position to be in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love this call because the Lions offensive line has a not-so-nice negative 69% pass block advantage versus the Rams defensive line. That is the lowest in the entire league this week. They also have the sixth-worst run block advantage in the league this week, and they've allowed the high, uh, sorry the fifth-highest pressure rate in the league at 29%, and the Rams have the second-highest pressure rate in the league at 33%. That's a lot of numbers, basically. The data suggests that the Rams' defensive line will feast. So there's going to be a lot of yum-yum to go around. So Definitely. (laughs) That's going to be an absolute massacre, I'm sure. Why don't you go ahead and tell us about this next guy, Michael Donna. All right. uh, Defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, They're moving Chris Jones back to full-time defensive tackle, so he's going to be taking up less snaps off the edge. Good news for Dana is that that means the pocket's in the collapse, which means a lot more coming outside, coming his direction. Uh, he's already set career highs in sacks and QB hits this year. Granted, it's only three and three sacks and seven QB hits, but still, it's that's nice to see out of a second-year guy. You're seeing progress. Um, they play the Titans, who've given up the most sacks in the league with 20 so far this season. And uh, he is averaging 62, almost 63% of the snaps before Jones moved inside. So that's going to open up plenty of opportunity for him there. Frank Clark's been missing a few games, plus who knows where his head's at. So I I think Dan is going to be the most productive edge for the Chiefs moving forward. Mm -hmm. I think the the theme of the season is just opportunity leading to production. That's Mm -hmm. always the tale of success in IDP is trying to get on top of players that have opportunities opening up for them and seeing if things pan out. I think this is a prime example of jumping on a guy, 
when he's just about to get a shot to get production. And if that pans out, then you're in a profitable position. So I'm a big fan of this call. Let's go ahead and move on to the linebacker position. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your first guy here? All right. First, I reluctantly again uh, <laughs> forgot that the Broncos were playing Thursday night. So I went with Micah Kaiser. He was uh, taken over for A.J. Johnson, who went on IR, and Josie Jules also on IR. So they're really, really thin at linebacker. Um, he they play they play the Browns, who are a run heavy team, and especially they have Case Keenum starting, who's actually played quite well this game so far. But still, uh, he made three tackles and eighteen snaps last week, filling in for A.J. Johnson, and he made seventy seven tackles in his first ten starts last year. So it seemed like a, a good position for Kaiser to be productive. Unfortunately, about three quarters away through the first quarter, he went down with a quad injury. He made two tackles and. Uh, He's done for the night. Hmm. That's a real bummer. That was a bummer. I did see <laughs> your guy Sternad also getting some 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 touches this week, so that was yeah, nice to see. He's calling the plays too. Oh yeah, it's been it's been great to to see him pan out as a call. I picked him up just a little bit ago as a long shot, just because I was like, "Ah, hey, what the heck? I could grab a linebacker." And there we go. Just nice. another tale of opportunity leading per- to production. So as long as you're on top of it, aware of the injuries and aware of the openings, there is a recipe for success. Let's go ahead. Yes, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to Akeem Davis Gaither. All right. I'm going to credit uh, Mike Wallert with this one because last week he told me to keep my eyes on him. He actually played very well last week. Uh, he only played 56% of the team snaps, but he still came up with five tackles in the pass defended. Uh, he outsnapped Jermaine Pratt 56 to 35%. Uh, he's a more versatile player than Jermaine Pratt. I mean, Pratt has shown over the past two seasons that he's not versatile at all. He's terrible in coverage, and he's not even that great in run defense. He's just kind of there cleaning up. Um, he had five tackles and just 35 snaps, so that's a tackle every seven snaps. So that's that's pretty impressive efficiency. And uh, his snaps have just been increasing slowly but surely over the past few weeks to 50, uh, season high 56% in week six. Yeah, that's obviously good news for Akeem Davis-Gaither. I meant to mention, this is a linebacker for the Bengals. I know sometimes I listen to some of these IDP podcasts, and I'm like, I I, I don't know who this is. Can you help me out here? So I should have mentioned that a bit earlier. But yeah, this is Akeem Davis-Gaither, one of the linebackers behind Logan Wilson on the Bengals. ADG grades higher than Jermaine Pratt in run defense and pass rush, according to PFF's grades. And because they're playing the Ravens run heavy offense in week seven, that looks like to be the prime opportunity for him to maximize his strengths. And if the Ravens continue to be a profitable offense for linebackers, then that could be a double thumbs up for him this coming week. Let's go ahead and move on to the defensive back position. Why don't you go ahead and talk about Brandon Jones from the Dolphins? All right, Brandon Jones seems to finally have secured a starting role. Uh, last week, he outsnapped Eric Rowe. I think it was seventy-four percent to twenty-one uh, percent. So he's had seventy-three and a half percent snaps over the last two games. Um, he's been averaging twenty-four point six points per one hundred snaps, which is the fourth amongst all DBs in the NFL. Um, he has the same tackle percentage as Buda Baker and Jesse Bates. So obviously this guy has some pretty good mouthwatering potential. Yeah, seriously. A nice bonus is he's also played 50% of his snaps on the defensive line in the box or in the slot in week six. 
And that's exactly where we want to see our DBs line up for prime IDP production. Let's go ahead and also talk about Sean Chandler from the Panthers. All right, uh, Sean Chandler, he's uh, quietly had 85% of the team snaps over the past five games. So ever since Justin Burris went down, he's just seen volume. So um, that linebacker group is completely depleted. Uh, if Shaq Thompson doesn't come back, they're running Jermaine Carter as their top linebacker. So the safeties will see plenty of time in the box. Uh, 98% snaps the past two games, and in the last three games he has 23 tackles, So, including the last game he had 10. So, Yeah, and I forget who it was. It probably was Macri or maybe Tom K talking about how we need to move away from the notion that there is such thing as a strictly strong safety and a strictly free safety because Sean Chandler is the quote-unquote free safety now. He got all of the snaps last week, so I'm assuming he has that quote free safety role locked up, but he did play 31% of his snaps in the in the box slot or defensive line in week six, and I don't think that necessarily spells your stereotypical stay deep away from the action free safety, so I can expect this guy to get some really valuable opportunity in this coming week, so I love this call. Let's go ahead and move on to some overall IDP position groups, and first off, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line why don't you go ahead and talk about them all right they have Shaq Barrett JPP and Joe Tryon who are all impressive pass rushers going up against the Bears who've given up a league most 22 sacks this season already so I I consider this to be a a no-brainer matchup for anybody playing IDP absolutely the Bears have the 10th worst pass block advantage in the league this week at negative 13 percent And they also have the highest pressure-to-sack conversion rate allowed in the league at 25%. Meanwhile, the Bucs have the fourth-highest pressure rate in the league at 31%. So once again, these numbers would suggest a lot of valuable yum-yum to go around for that defensive line. Let's go ahead and move on to your linebacker uh, linebacker call of the week for the Chiefs. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, so they have Nick Bolton and Willie Gay. Should be incredibly active. Um, They're playing the Titans, who are going to be without Julio Jones most likely, so it's just going to be a heavy showcase of Derrick Henry, probably getting 25, 30 carries. Yeah, absolutely. I think what we've seen from the Chiefs so far is the linebackers have been productive. It's just been a messy situation to deal with because of how many guys have been rotating around. But if, uh, if we see the number of guys rotating reduced and we see just Nick Bolton and Willie Gay getting the most of those touches, I think we can expect some increased volume for at least one of them and definitely some increased IDP value as well. Let's go ahead and finish this off with the defensive back group of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, let's see. So you have the New Orleans Saints. So they've already seen their buy. So they've only played five games, and they are third in the league in interceptions. Oof. So uh, that defensive back group, they're, they're a ball-hawking group. Um, they play the Seahawks who have Geno Smith, who just generally turns the ball over at least once or twice a game. So if you can find somebody in that New Orleans backfield, definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Ever since Geno Smith has started taking snaps for the Seahawks, they've had a 1.7 pass to rush rate. Another way to phrase that would be they've passed the ball with Geno on 63% of their snaps. That would rank in the top 10 in the league this season if that had been projected out to the entire year so that much passing volume 
definitely leads to opportunities for those defensive backs on the Saints. So once again, another great call by Joey. Um, that, that covers it for this week. It's a quick hitter episode. All we do is give you the valuable information in a short and sweet manner. So you're welcome. We will see you on the next episode, but Joey, is there anything you want to mention before we close this one out today? Um, no, just keep checking out, uh, for the IDP show newsletter and, uh, this, this episode and my IDP guy sleeper article. So I'm covering as many sleepers as I can trying to help you guys out, win some leagues, especially on these bad, bad bye weeks. Mm. The bi-pocalypse, as it has been infamously Mm. dubbed. Well, that is going to be it for me and Joey. Good luck in week seven, you guys. Stay in the loop. I cannot tell you enough how important it is to just stay in the loop, keep paying attention to what's going on, and it will have a significant impact on how successful you are this season. But until next episode, I am Evan Ronda at BGT Evan on Twitter. This is Joey the Tooth, IDP on Twitter. And thank you for joining us for the episode. Peace out. IDP show, IDP show, IDP show.